All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, uh, you know, New Year. I know there's so many amazing things that we're about to celebrate in so many cultures. Um, I was reading up on like in, in Japanese culture where they clean and, and just get everything ready and just clear out, you know, uh, the old to make room for those new blessings. Like there's so many uh, uh, great festivities and holidays to grab a hold of where I now I, I don't, you know, I don't discriminate, um, you know, like you discriminate on what you don't know. Right. But this holidays, this Christmas, um, it, it, it's a little bit different, right? It's a little bit different than the others because uh, in the past, um, I was a Scrooge. Um, I was a Grinch, you know, because I, you know, would look at holidays like Valentine's Day and be like, mm, I don't got no Valentine's, so what, why would I celebrate Valentine's Day? <laughs> then I, you know, get engaged and get married. Now I got a Valentine for life, right? Um, it's easy, right? It's easy to be woke, right? It's easy to be bitter. It's easy to be resentful. Um, the real work is the gardening, the farming, and and the sustaining of a thing. You know how much something uh, is really worth when you try to grow it and build it. Right. You think about like the architect of a building, for that matter, all the materials that they run through their mind, the schematics, the frame, the build, and, and then what it takes with the push of a button to send a missile to that building and just destroy it. Right. We see it in movies all the time. But today's topic this Christmas, I want to talk about three things. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. Like now that you understand you're a little bit older, now that you understand what it takes to build something. Right. You 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 shun and you look down on those that could like hit that trigger and blow up all your beautiful work, all those beautiful things. Right. Well, this Christmas, it, it, it really is three things that just stuck out to me. Right. Just being a little bit older. Um, looking at movies and, you know, looking at, at who's not here, right? That's what I think makes it so tough is you get to a certain age where now you're kind of moving toward the middle and you're like, man, I ain't no kid no more. I'm looking at who's not here, who set the tone, who was a creator and a facilitator of these holidays, who made the special foods, who had the special chairs, the house that we went to, right? And I think that's a beautiful thing. Like now I coach, like I coach now. And so building an athlete and building up those tools and those abilities that that will project them from not just this level to the next is actually more exciting to me than just being that runner because I run Masters Track and Field. I can run and coach so I'm using some of the, the very same things that I'm telling these kids, right? 
Not just because I knew what it did, but now I know what it does. So getting a little bit older now this Christmas, um, things ring a, a special way, right? And the decorations, um, I, I, I was like trying to figure out like where in the world is this coming from? You know, you, you've got your ancestors known and unknown. <laughs> and then you've got like your parents and your, your people that are in the flesh, like living right now. And so, you know, for those things that you do know, you're like, oh, yeah, I got this from this person, that person. For the things that you don't, you're like, why do I do this? Or what, what, what? You figure it out later, right? Just in sitting down with your family, talking to them. They're like, oh, yeah, my great uncle Silas used to make the eggnog and he made it from scratch and he put a little bit of, you know, rum in there. And then you want now, you know why you like eggnog so much. They weren't around you ever in this living world. But they made such an impact on people that now those foods, those decorations, all that starts to make sense, right? Even if you don't even, like, say you don't even celebrate a specific holiday, but you donate time and energy to the, the aspect of it that you can grab onto or that you love or you enjoy, right? Even if you can't get with all of it, you still have the memory, right? So those decorations and what you put up, you know, like, and, hey, you want to keep the Christ in Christmas? I understand. You want to make sure that people see that that uh, uh, Hanukkah is, is this and that? I understand. You want to make sure people see Kwanzaa and, and represent and love and respect? I understand. Like, I understand. Because in, in, in many ways, I have been or love the people that are pushing so hard to make sure that their holiday is sacred, that their holiday is secure, and that their holiday is loved and respected, right? If I haven't been that person, I love that person. <laughs> Somebody in my family is that person. Somebody in my family married that person. Or that person is a best friend or family member. So I get it. I I'm not exempt from this at all. I have to deal with it whichever way it comes to me. But those decorations are a huge piece, right? And so when I go by a house and I don't see anything up, that's kind of hard for me. That's kind of sad for me because, you know, what that tells me is either they just don't want to bother anybody, you know, they're just not interested. They don't celebrate anything. They don't want to alarm anybody. It Like so much, you know, so much can be said by silence, right? <laughs> and then they open up the curtain. You see all this big stuff in their house. You see all the decorations. Then you're like, oh, okay, they're cool. <laughs> but people do that. We do that. Why are you so quiet? Why is their house so dark? Why aren't they saying anything? You know, we do that. But what I'm saying is I'm not trying to be nosy. I'm just saying like, hey, everybody celebrates something, right? You look out on somebody's house and you see an American flag or a Packers flag or a Vikings flag or a Bears flag, um, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers flag, a Falcons flag, a Saints flag, a Panthers flag, you know, whatever it is you see, a 49ers flag, <laughs> a Seahawks flag. Whatever it is you see outside of their house, like everybody's about something. Like you don't pay all this money to be in that house to just uh, eat, sleep, and work, right? 
so the decorating to me um it has such a huge story because it it both is amazing and wonderful and beautiful um while at the same time also it can be a little bit too much <laughs> like uh i love national lampoons i love chevy chase's role in those movies um but when he's going and decorating with all those lights like it's just too much like you don't need to overdo it if you if you enjoy what you do and you're having a fun time with what you do hey go ahead knock it out the park right knock it out the park you do you as they say do you you do you boo you do you but don't kill yourself trying to put this stuff out you're you're not out here trying to impress anybody my the stuff that i put out i put out for me i put out for my mom right like one of the things that i think rests in my heart like deeply in my heart with just the holiday decorations is just how excited and how much wonder and love and, and admiration my mom put into decorating for the holidays. And I mean, we went to church, we sang the songs, we sang the hymns, like, you know, we might've had a concert before we even got anywhere. Just especially if you know my mom, like we might've had a concert and sang and <laughs> we might've outperformed anything that we saw on TV just at home. But man, those decorations, like, we had them inside. I don't really remember having them outside. So now my mom sees my house and she loves seeing the decorations. She's pleased and I'm pleased. You know, it does help if you have some crazy neighbors that uh, <laughs> encourage you and entice you to decorate um, because they're uh, uh, HOA. <laughs> Your neighbors on the HOA and... Um, you know, they have free blowups and stuff for you. I'm not saying that ever happens. Um, it does happen to me. <laughs> but those decorations are a huge piece. It's internal, right? It's internal. It's not a lack of anything. Like when you know that guy's revving up his engine, you know, like I, my wife, she's, oh, somebody, somebody needs some testosterone. <laughs> It's, you're not throwing all this stuff outside to show everybody how much you love Christmas or Christ or Santa or the decorations. I just think it's dope. Like me personally, I just think the scheme and the the decoration of things is amazing, right? The, the, the ideas, the creativity are amazing, right? The, the way people can draw attention with a thing. And I hate to say it, but like, there's some NFL teams that have better jerseys, better uniforms than the Super Bowl winning team. Than any, I'm like, you, you, y'all need to get on that level. Like, look at the, look at the Jaguars' uniforms and tell me they aren't the the dopest, freshest, most amazing uniform you've seen on a team. Like, don't lie, don't lie to me. They're dope. I don't even like that team. So, <laughs> um. Decorating is a huge piece. You know what I'm saying? It, it is a huge piece. I think it's beautiful, um, awesome, wonderful, um, which brings me to my next piece. Getting older and buying toys, right? You're buying toys now. What was Christmas for you as a kid 
knowing that you got what you wanted, right? Like how excited, how happy were you? And I think the thing that made me even more excited growing up was knowing that my parents were so pleased with me that they could get me these things. Because once you once you figure out Santa Claus ain't real, you know, you, you got an all-nighter as a kid, and you're just like so on edge. You just hopped up on Kool-Aid and, and, and gingerbread cookies where you just can't sleep. You're like looking out. You're like, it's 2 a.m. and I still ain't heard Santa Claus. It's 4 a.m. and I still ain't heard Santa Claus. Wayne, when did you go to bed? Why you look like that? You know, and I'm like, oh, it's waiting for Santa Claus. And then they just laugh, right? They just laugh at you. <laughs> so it is maybe one of the greatest things in the world knowing that I can give my child this much joy, right? It's just awesome. Knowing that you can make them so happy in this moment. And I think the the big fun part, the reveal, and I hate to say this, is when you can throw away Santa Claus and show these kids that it's you, right? I have been loving you so much. I have been giving you this food. Hey, what are we going to have for New Year's? Cornbread, black eyed peas, a little bit of chicken, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, haven't you noticed the number one provider in this home has always been mom or dad? So it's like the food and the toys and all that other stuff all year comes from the same two people or same one person. It's no different now. So being able to, you know, kick kick Santa Claus out the picture and get all the praise and love, like I, nothing is better than that, right? Your kids are 11 and 12. They're going to figure it out. <laughs> you just got to keep your kids away from their older cousins that already know, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you've got decorations, you got buying toys, and then you've got setting the tone, right? I, like, <laughs> now that I'm getting a little bit older, like, this is like a real conversation I have with my wife. I'm like, hey, babe, let me cook something. Let me make something. Like, let me grill. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like, I know you love when I cook. Like, let's, instead of going out to eat, let me cook something. Let me make something. Like, I want to use my skills, right? If you don't use it, you lose it. And part of the holidays, being a little bit older now, hey, who made this? Who made this chicken? Who made this potato salad? Who made this cornbread? Who made these sweet potatoes? Who made these candy yams? Like, man, if it's good, that's a great question. If it's bad, you're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you like that aunt or that uncle that's a little bit older, little boy, little boy, come here. Uh-uh. <laughs> you're, you're creating a tone, a culture, a tradition, right? And I don't think anything is better than those, those traditions and those loving, warm moments that you create with people. I remember watching on This Is Us, um, William, uh, Randall Pearson's character, you know, he's the only black, you know, triplet. He's the only black uh, character on the show other than his wife and, you know, dad that he is reunited with later. But William had no family. So William spent his Christmas and Thanksgiving with his band members, like old guys from a band that had nobody because they had wore him out while they were in their band, right? So... That's a tone. You're setting a tone. It's culturally uh, uh, um, 
just unbreakable, right? Because even if you don't have that this year, you're going to still crave it and want it. And then when you get old enough and you have your apartment, you have your house, you, you got your condo or your loft, you're going to want to cook and make these things. So you, so, you know, on a subconscious level, you're cooking things throughout the year thinking, yeah, this might be good for, you know, I think I might bring this, you know, the baked mac and cheese. I think I might do this on Thanksgiving or Christmas or yeah, I think I may bring these candy yams, these sweet potatoes back, you know, for a little Christmas dinner. Hey, bring those black eyed peas. We're going to eat those, you know, uh, on New Year's. We're going to have a little New Year's uh, dinner before we go out. You know, you have like all these things in your mind. And to me, it's so dope because I'm like, yo, you can create a whole culture within the holiday. And nobody knows. Like, I, I don't care. It. You can be right next to, and I'm not saying it this way to be, you know, condescending or mean. You can be right next to a house where they're miserable. And in your house, the same holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, um, did I say New Year's? New Year's, um, 4th of July. They could be miserable on the same holiday. But at your house, because of what you chose to do over the last couple of years, setting a tone in that in that culture and cooking, y'all are having the time of your lives. Is it eggnog? Is it rum? Is it movies? Are you playing cards? Are you playing checkers? Are you playing chess? What is it that you're doing with your time in these holidays to ignite you? right? You're really igniting you, right? Because I know, I know Christ. <laughs> I know how to be thankful. I know the declaration of independence. You know, I know what a Valentine is. I know what all that stuff is outside of me, but what does it mean internally to me and how am I going to represent that, right? That's the real question. So, the next part is movie representations, right? If you watch The Best Man Holiday and how emotional things get in that movie, right? Like things get so deep and emotional in that movie. And I love that cast. Love Tay Diggs and Terrence Howard and uh, Monica Calhoun. Um, you know, big ups to, you know, Morris Chestnut and uh, Sydney. What is her name? Um She's in the first Best Man. She was a stripper. She's in the scary movie one and two. I can't remember her name right now. Um, the guy with the dreads from The Matrix. I can't remember all their names right now, but they're amazing. They're dope. Y'all forgive me. I'm a little stuffed up in this holidays. My daughter came home with a little cold, as she always does. And she comes home with the cold on Thursday, and then by Tuesday, we got it. <laughs> but these movies like these christmas movies this christmas <laughs> chris brown you know national lampoons or, or like the christmas story these movies um like i used to just shrug at them and just be like eh, whatever then i think um you know when my grandma on my mother's side um when she was alive um there was one time i think she just kept cooking food in the kitchen. Like, I don't know how she was doing this, but she just cooked the food and I'd eat it and fall right back to sleep. 
and I was watching, I think, The Christmas Story. And I had never seen this movie. I'd always shrugged away from it. I'd always, like, kicked it and, and, and like, pushed away from it. Then I sat and watched it. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this whole kid's little journey in the, the Red Red Rider uh, shotgun. I'm like, this is amazing. And how they try to document, um, you know, everything that he goes through as a kid with his parents, especially in that time period. You know, it's like people sing these songs and you're just like, why are you so happy? Like, why are you this? Why are you that? And I mean, there's just there's a lot going on at this time of year. So when these movies come out, you know, like uh, <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas um, with Chevy Chase, you're like, why are people so happy? Why are they inspired? What's underneath all of these holidays that nobody's talking about? Right. How is this? warmth and this this energy coming through so strong right and that's for you to figure out you know that that's something <laughs> that i study you know on my own personal time and i study aliens and all that jazz but um point being these christmas movies and and representations um are just as much of a part of us now as the other cultural things every christmas we open one present before we go to bed. Every Christmas we have this meal. Every Christmas we see this person or we see this family member or we see this person or that person or, or, or whatever, right? You know, every Christmas you, you know, look at it like that and you have this expectation and, and the movies kind of help because they can kind of guide you and show you, oh yeah, probably don't do that with this Christmas. Or if you do invite everybody, Make sure you tell certain people, this is how we're going to do it this year. This is how we're not going to do it this year. And it helps you kind of set the tone, you know, for the holidays, because you are going to set a tone, um, you know, for each holiday, especially with the people that will or won't be there. So who's not there? This, this is what I've kind of been dancing around and walking around that I didn't really want to talk about much. Um it's hard, man. Like once you get to a certain age and you realize those towers, right? The towering figures over you, those pillars that created the, 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 the metaphorical structure that was invincible, that built you, right? I'm talking grandparents, parents, uncles, aunts, cousins, those indestructible forces um, are still with you. But boy, does it hurt like hell to not see them, you know. And, and when you do lose them, you might cry yourself to sleep every night that year. You might break out into tears every time you hear a song about them. You might look at the tree a certain way and always remember how they used to decorate it and get mad because you can't do it too. You know, because they're not there. You know, you might try to make a certain food and just doesn't have enough pepper, just doesn't have enough salt. It's just not as good as they taught you to make it because they were there helping you make the cake, helping you make the food, right? But hey, that's the thing. These movies and with age and, and with 
who's not here now you you have the chance to create and mold time and and experience um the best way you can right and this this is something like you know i i still laugh with my mom about this to this day makes me laugh so hard i'm like mom i'm like you got like <laughs> you know the quaker quaker oatmeal you know everybody so if you know you know with quaker oatmeal they have a cinnamon roll flavored oatmeal o m g and the first thing i do is i call mom 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 and she's like, what? what? Are you okay? Is everything okay? Are you all right? <laughs> My mom is so, she's so sweet. Are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm like, mom, they have a cinnamon roll oatmeal. And she's like, oh. I'm like, oh? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what's the oh? And she's like, oh, no, I don't, um, I don't really do oatmeal. And I was like, huh? I was like, but we had oatmeal all the time growing up. That was like a staple breakfast, right? Even the way I make it. If you if you watch, if, if you see the way I make oatmeal now, I make it the same way people make their mashed potatoes. It's the same consistency. I don't want it like soupy, like a, a more of a hot cereal. I just like to be kind of thicker. And um, I think my daughter makes it that way too. Cool points. But um My mom told me she only gave us oatmeal so we would be strong. She was like, I just want you guys to eat that oatmeal so you guys can grow up and be strong. Now, she was right. We did eat it. We did love it. And we grew up strong. We grew up very healthy. That's, that's not a, a, a joke. We did grow up strong. We did grow up healthy. I don't think I had any broken bones at all as a kid. Right? And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody that does. But like growing up with my sisters and I, anything that we had was like more like maybe surgery related, like getting something removed or this, that and the other. But I don't remember having any broken bones, any torn, damaged anything. It was maybe cosmetic. If I had to get something done. And that's that to me, that's huge. That's that's just mom being mom. But. When you when you when you think about the people that aren't here and the traditions and all that stuff, you know, you do start to think back to, you know, all those times, and all those things and all all that stuff that they gave you. Right. It's the things that they gave you that they may not necessarily like. Uh, they, they may not like it, but they gave it to you to make you strong. So you in that memory in that time could enjoy it. it it's, it's memory. It's time. It's experience. And. You know, my daughter loves oatmeal. I love oatmeal. We we smash on it, you know, here at the house and, and we have a good time. But that's just the thing. Like, she's never going to know Nana doesn't like oatmeal. They're never going to have that conversation unless they choose to. But it it is on us to create the experience. It is on us to have a good time. It is on us to, you know, mold the day and mold the times. Um, because just sitting around like complaining about what everybody else is doing. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I don't do Christmas caroling anymore. Like just talking about all the stuff you're not going to do 
is a bitterness that is only going to poison you. And I, thank you, Lady L. I, I had a good friend explain this. And what she said is, you know, just I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you can be so woke. You can be so in your own tunnel that you pass everybody by, right? You're on that train. You pass everybody on that train. And as you keep pushing the lever to go further on your journey, you just pass all these people by and they're gone, right? They're not here anymore. You can't tell them what you feel and what you think anymore because they're gone. And if these are people that you love and care about and respect, you'll feel like I did back in, in, in 2011, where you're like, I didn't even get to tell my grandparents who I really am. Like, I didn't really get to ask my grandparents the questions that you really want to ask an adult, like adult to adult. How did you do this? When you guys get married, <clears throat> when you guys got married, like what was life like at that time? Like being uh, 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 30, right? Your perspective is completely different at 30 than it is at 10 or even 20. So being, you know, I don't want to say grown, grown, but being grown and wanting to have those conversations with one of the greatest men and greatest women you've ever met. Like, how can it get better than that? Right. You know, most people, they want to, you know, and I don't condone Ouija boards or anything like that. They want to reach out to spirits and all this stuff that have nothing to do with them. I'm telling you right now, your ancestors, known and unknown, love you, appreciate you, and want the best for you. So when you can talk to the people in present day that love you and care about you, remove all obstacles and just talk to them and love them and be with them and cherish them, right? And, and it's probably not to you I'm talking to. It's probably to those people that are hot mess drama. They cause so much ruckus, so much of a fuss where you, you don't even want to get together, right? You, you're just like, oh, like, I would have a Christmas party, but if I invite this one person, that means I got to deal with all this BS. So I'll just be at home. I'll just chill. And it's like that person that's causing all that drama, the, the cousin Eddie, <laughs> The person that's causing all that drama, they're going to keep doing it. So it's on you all as a family to find out how are we going to neutralize this BS so that it doesn't damage the whole holiday, right? You know, Cousin Eddie, Cousin Eddie's going to be talking about politics the whole time. Cousin Eddie's going to be talking about uh, Black Lives Matter the whole time. Cousin Eddie's going to be talking about fertility the whole time. Cousin Eddie's going to be talking about sex stuff the whole time. Cousin Eddie's going to be talking about dating thick chicks and big women the whole time. It's like, ah, or you have that aunt that just thinks she's better than everybody or that aunt that wants to fight everybody, right? That aunt that just thinks she has to be right. And if you disagree, she's going to fight you. Hold on, hold my earrings. This, he thinks he's, he thinks he's special. So I don't know who it is. Neutralize them. <laughs> give them the wine and all the food so they can fall asleep and lay in the bed. Make that a tradition. <laughs> Invite the person that's a hot mess up to the table first. You know what? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, cousin. Go ahead. Here's a plate. Here's some wine. Here's a drink. Here's an edible. <laughs> you know, Let, let's let's take care of you. Let's get you good. Get them knocked out and sleep. Right. Get them sleep at 8 p.m. Oh, man, y'all, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. I, I I missed everything. No, you didn't miss everything. You're good. You're asleep. You're having a good time. We got your coat. We got you a plate. Here's a plate. <laughs> Make that a tradition, right? Take care of them. Get them comforted. Get them off in a corner somewhere so the rest of y'all can have fun. So, yeah, you know, this Christmas, um, just make it a happy holidays. Happy holidays. The sleigh bells keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. <laughs> All right. I love y'all. Hope you love me back. You love, like, and share these messages. Um, yeah, I'll see you soon. Probably a couple more times before we get into 2022. So love y'all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.